to the run home with Joel and Fletch. All thanks to Hyundai. Kona Endline, imagine to be bold. A bit of wind around here, a little bit Yothu Yindi as we are parked, Brian, at one of your favourites, Small Park Golf Club. How are you, Brian? Oh, I'm going terrific. I'm just looking over here. And there is, uh, listener, 18 holes. Yes. I'm looking at 18 holes. Are, are we looking at 18 holes? We're looking at 18 holes, but we don't know whether they will last because... Mins in the bins uh, wants to grab <laughs> nine of these holes. I'm I'm protesting. If there's a march, I'm doing it. A bit like uh, when the bunnies got back in. I wasn't there, but I'm going to march this time. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Look at this. Magnificent. Magnificent. As you said before we come on air, Brian, you said it would be wonderful to tee off right now. Oh, it's fantastic. Would you want to play 18 holes right now or nine uh, would do you? It depends how I'm going. Yeah. Because you know I'm going away Wednesday. That's right. I'm going over to play golf in Queenstown. Queenstown. Which I've never been. Mate, you, you, you will be wrapped. And the very first thing you'll think, you'll think, how have I taken so long in my life to get to this magical mm. place? Majestic place. Good word. Yeah. Majestic. Beautiful place. It is the 4th of December. Good afternoon from Sydney, Brisbane, Gold Coast. Wherever you're tuning in through the SEN network around the world on SEN app, let us know where you're listening from. A shout out to the Run Home Podcast listeners on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your good podcasts. I was in Port Macquarie. There was a stack of... Joel and Fletch listening up there, so we appreciate uh, your company as well. We're also on YouTube. Search Joel and Fletch and subscribe. Later on the show, Scotty Sattler, Woogie Matthews. It's the Trade Hour. Thanks to MS Safety, your Australian-owned workwear and PP provider. The Tourist, I hope you're having a good trip, mate. He's heading home. Well, he would be home now, actually. Uh, the Great Tourist back there in Scotland, which means one redhead out. We need to keep our numbers up. <laughs> mm. One redhead in. Yes. Ellen de Gibbons. <laughs> Hello, boys. G'day, Moore Park Golf Club. It is brilliant to be out of the studio. It's only taken me three and a half years. I am at my first OB. And just another margarita there. Thank you. <laughs> well, well, you're coming in a bit hot. Let's peel back the curtain as we like to do. Yep. Uh, Gibbo's done the trifecta Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Well done. Yeah. You, you lost your phone? Yes, lost my phone. Had to uh, retrieve it from a ooh, house of ill repute, potentially. Oh, really? Oh, what a poly? <laughs> no, no, no. It wasn't a poly, but the, you could, there was poly vibes around it. Oh, if crack, you know what I mean. crack house? Uh, yeah. What I about Cherry? What about Cherry? No, no, she's sweet. I'm not. Yeah. Cherry's still all good there. She, yeah. What she doesn't know doesn't hurt her, Joel. Okay. No, nah, I'm kidding. I'd, but yeah, it was a sketchy situation. Ended up getting my phone back, $200. My um, <laughs> auntie came down from Brisbane and we tied one on. It was a brilliant weekend. And here I am. I'm uh, SEN's brand new tech, guys. So any um, tech-related questions, uh, you'll have to forward that to James. She's Arnie Briz Vegas. She she's, sounds like good fun. She is good. So she's my mother's sister. Yes. So we're very well, close blood-related, obviously. But she's quite loose, a bit yep. like myself. So, <laughs> you know, you, you do get into a bit of strife. And usually I'm the one always like, oh, let's go for another one. Let's go for another one. Where she was sort of tying one on a bit harder really? than me. So I had to keep up. I put... Played a bit of catch-up footy over the weekend. And now I'm paying for it here at the lovely Moore Park Golf Club. Hey, but the captain's over there. Skip, how are you, mate? Hey, guys, listeners. I, I feel like I'm Trevor Marmalade here off to the side, yeah, like at fine. the bar. It looks good. It's good. No, I like it. The mm. bar, I've got the barrel summers here. Sitting here with the lappy, yeah. everything. <laughs> yeah, it's good. I this is what, good being here. It, it is good. Now, I, I wanted to put out something, and I knew against it. But uh, Sugar and I have come up with a little... Because we're sitting... So, listeners... I love it. We are right in front of the practice green, the putting green in front mm. of the, in the, uh, near the pro shop. So, if you're driving past and you want to get a hat, but also we have a little comp. Yep. So, we're going to have a $200 gift voucher up for grabs, uh, but it's just a putt-a-thon. Yep. So, you can come in. If you get it closest to the, closest to the pin... It's we'll not get, a bat-off, is it? It's not a, a bat-off. Bat no bat-off. <laughs> well, Gibbo? Yeah, I'll do anything for the team, boys. Okay. 
Good boy. So if you're around and you and you want a chance to get a two hundred dollar voucher, courtesy of uh, the great law firm Kane and Fletcher, <laughs> <laughs> you can uh, get over here and have a have a bit of a, a bit of a putt around. Yeah, oh, and by the way, sorry, I've got to give a shout out to young Rory. He, uh, young Rory Young, he's made double digits. He's young ten, Rory Young. He's 10 years of age today, Rory. He loves the chooks. Yes. Uh, and his dad, uh, I'm going over to put golf with him in Queensland, going to Queensland to play golf. Dad's, his dad's got a wicked slice. Old Young. Wicked. Yeah, Old Young. And so, Rory, happy birthday, brother. Well done on getting double digits. Speaking of birthdays, <laughs> our boss, his birthday. There you go. Speaking of double digits. Yep. Um, <laughs> the great Hutchie. Hutchie. How old? Hutchie's 4.9. The goose drank wine. Ooh. There's another big uh, milestone birthday, this one. And he, and he was a topic of hot conversation one Tuesday ago. Oh, please don't say beaver. The mad defector. Is he oh. Is he 50 today? Is he really? Yep. Congratulations, Beave. Yep. And... Uh, Western Sydney Eagle, you owe me a case of beer. Correct. He looks good for 50. Maybe it was the headgear. Well, that's right. Protecting. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. Well, Cl- Cl- Cliffy took all the um, yep. took all the tackles for him because they defended next to each other as well. And all and Cliffy just made Beaver. Speaking of Cliffy, I've got myself a power rankings from the, uh, the weekend at Port Macquarie, Brian. Yes. Thought you might like to hear this. So, of all the notables, you know, those who have played the game or formerly played the game, playing it now, perhaps... Cliffy Lyons, I've got ranked number one. Uh, why wouldn't you? He's done it again. He, they're like the, the Panthers dynasty. Our 50s were going after him. We thought this is the year. But the mercurial Cliffy Lyons, the 87 Clive Churchill medalist, just gets the job done again. So Cliffy would have to be 60. Yep. Playing 50s. <laughs> and just mesmerising people again. Oh, number two, another Clive Churchill medalist. He took the Roosters to overcome the champions of the mixed division. Held by Wollongong, including Emma Tonegato. Oh, okay. But Scotty Prince was too good for him. Scotty Prince played for the Chooks. Yep. Oh, wow. yep. That's, That's a... the best affection story we've got for you. Um, Luke Dawn won the plate for the 40s. Lukey Dawn. Lukey Dawn playing for Canberra, I think. Uh, was he Canberra? Could be wrong there. He beat Gal's side. Poor Gal. He, he, Gal did his hammy. <laughs> and he just kept marching on, and, and the crowd were just into him the whole time, every time he got the ball. And he couldn't run 50%. So, Gal's there. Um, rocket Rod Silver. Oh, yeah, the left foot, right foot. That, oh, that left and right got a massive workout. He did well for Wes. Shane Elford did his hammy. Mm. The, he's now the general manager at the Panthers. Did you know that? No, I did not. It's a great story. Shane Elford, part of the Panthers three-peat. His daughter Jade got a victory. Benny Galeer got a four-inch tear in his calf. Oh, Finish those sentences. I just had to hold my breath there. Uh, so is he, was he playing or was he refereeing? Cause, no, know, no, he, he, he was hoping to play, but yeah. then just before they started. Do you remember the great Mickey Sullivan, Michael Sullivan? Yes. Yep. Yes. He was playing for Wingham. Best-looking bloke under five foot ten in the, in the world, I reckon. Yeah, well, he's, a, he's got a little bit of uh, Reese Walsh vibes, yep. wasn't he? He yep. was the Reese Walsh back then. Yep. Yep. Good-looking rooster. Yeah, he was a little bit, how you going, uh, Sunday morning. He did a hammy first game, so he, he didn't participate. We're getting down to the shallow end now, Brian, mm. and it's a couple of defectors. The Canterbury Bulldogs ladies team, they they were expected to go really close. Mm. And there's some really good... And they are, they, they've been a great team for a long time. In comes the great Nico Hines to help coach, wearing the Bulldogs paraphernalia. I think they finished second... They played against seventh. Hello to you, Lani Bresnahan. And <laughs> are we blaming Nico? 
Well, I can't blame Nico, but apparently their style of footy was outstanding. Well, it doesn't matter. Did they get the results? No, they didn't. Well, but their style of football wasn't outstanding. And then we land Nico, on... Nico, go and have a hard look at yourself in the mirror. And then we land, Brian, on the dollar one pop. Box the list. unbeatable they recruited from all parts of the globe. Every representative player was a virtual New South Wales side. Oh, this is the parasite. Everyone had I them heard, in the multis. Know, surely they won. That was just a put in Knocked take. out in the quarterfinals. What? Yes. Disgusting. Yeah, so Beaver Menzies, happy birthday to you on your 50th. Not the prize you were after there. I tell you, I'm a bit tired, Brian, because you know these these sort of carnivals, they're two or three-day things. You're in the sun all the time. You're walking from field to field. We got home about 9.30. Kobe had bloody busted a rib. Mm -hmm. Went to hospital. John Sattleress comes back. A hairline mm -hmm. fracture goes on to make the grand final. They get beaten. But we don't get back till about 10 o'clock. And you're absolutely shattered. So you're thinking, how good is sleeping going to be? Just get into bed. And then Kobe says, oh, no, we're getting new carpets. And they're turning up at 7 o'clock in the morning, which means every bedroom and living area where there is carpet, every single thing in the house has to be out. Well, hang on, it depends on the quote and it depends on the carpet layers. Well, now, I think yeah. we did over and above because not only did we do that, we took all the carpets out, rolled it all up. But well, I was you up, ripped the carpets out as well. We ripped them out. What, what are you doing? That's their job. Well, I, I don't know what we paid for. But anyway, so no. from 4 o'clock this morning, I've been up being the removalist. Hats mm. off to them. That's a big job, Brian. Um, it, it is. But just getting back to the car, but when you pay for a quote, they rip it up. Yeah, well, and, and what do they, oh, do they do? They move the furniture as well? Usually. Do they? Well, we might get a carpet uh, layer to, to, to call in. Yeah, well, we played a big hand. Anyway, the boys are going good. That's half the battle. It's easy just getting on yeah. your knees. Whack, whack, whack. It was a decent quote, though. Maybe maybe we didn't. Oh, okay. Maybe we didn't. I'm not quite sure how that works out. Anyway, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. It's the way to do that, Brian. Um, now, we have some breaking news. Um, <clears throat> Dennis the dog. Yep. He said, this is for the tourist when he's back. Tourist, I'm eating humble pie. We said $100 on the Eagles versus Nainers. I'm happy to pay now. I'll let it ride. Double for who gets further in the NFC. Dennis, the humble dog. So Humbled. Humbled. Yes, being humbled. So, so that's the because uh, that's his team, isn't it? So who did you Niners. take? No, I didn't. The tourist. The tourist is a mad niner. Oh, right. 49er, so not, who, not a 69er. <laughs> well, more of a six. I don't know. But who's won that game? The Niners. Give it all. Yeah, they'll flog it. 42-19. Yeah. yeah. yeah I'm, I'm, staying, I'm staying the train. I'm staying on the boys there. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy or text 0457-736-736. We just had a listener, and he said, oh, listen to the show, boys. We were watching him. We had player cam on him here at the, um, is this the 18th? Or what would you call this? This the, is the practice the, green. The practice green. And he was almost about to throw his club. He missed this uh, two-footer about three times in a row. Well, it's better to get it out here, yeah. child, than out there when, you're, like when that. you're playing for cash. Now, I had a bit of an incident over the weekend. Oh, by the way, I went out to Dubbo, Dubbo Sims. Mm -hmm. Great. It went to Dubbo and Cowra. Had a terrific weekend. Roycey? Uh, unrelated to Roycey? No, unrelated to Roycey. Yeah. Unrelated to Roycey. But um, I came up with a novel idea, and I, I put it to the crowd at Dubbo, mm. our, um, especially the Dubbo Sims team, because yes. this is where this young gentleman played for. Yep. Uh, so the Matty Burton pe uh, Bulldogs. Yep. And the Jerome Lewis. Well, the the, do you remember the kid's name? Who? Oh, so he played with Matty Burton coming through, did he? No, I'm saying the club. Oh, right. Matty, Matty Burton. Because he's from Dubbo. Yes. Yep. So, so I threw it out to the crowd. I was on the Shiraz. So I was, <laughs> I was pretty well lubricated. Yeah. And Play I skater in the cup, yeah. And I said, because everyone's talking about, you know, questions from the crowd, blah, 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 Hindmarsh. And they came to me and they said, Jerome Luai. And I said, well, I, I just came to me in an instant. So I, I want to propose this. Yeah. 
Luai wants out mm. of Penrith. Well, he wants the golden ticket, doesn't okay. he? Okay. Yep. Send him to the Bulldogs. Yeah. Stevie Crichton's there, their best mates. Yeah. Player swap. Bring back Birdo. Ooh. Ooh. Bring back Manny Burton Ooh. to Panthers. I tell you what, that's got plenty of Nathan Merritt about it. Okay, so I did a little bit of investigating. He's on about 920,000. Burton? Burton. Ooh, that makes it harder. No. Well, Jerome wants... Jerome wants... We'll one, get, one. We'll get... Yeah, but we'll get him for 900. Yeah. The dogs are getting for 900. Yeah. Ooh. Are you happy with this, boys? Okay, so, look. What was the offer to Luai? The Tigers one's 1-1, one, one, isn't it? Or one, no, no, no. What, 1. Sorry, no. Sorry, what was the Panther offer to Luai? It was around 800. 800. 800. So, for all intents and purposes, at the maximum, Burton would have to take that. No, yeah. well, I think there's some uh, wiggle room. Do you? <laughs> there's some wiggling room. <laughs> Do you really think they, that? They can, get, they can get him for but, but can I ask? Yeah, but can I ask you this, Brian? If there is some, inverted commas, quote-unquote, wiggle room, wouldn't they just spend it on Jerome? No, because I think they he was a favourite. He was. I mean, they're both favourites out there. Yeah. But they they're thinking uh, Manny Burton's younger. Yeah. Uh, they need a centre. Yep. Because they lost Crichton. Yeah. And it's all coming together. But they're not going to pay nine hundred for a centre. They might. They might. So <laughs> are you saying to me if whatever the Jerome Luai offer is, wiggle room, no wiggle room. Well, they are, well they have paid Anthony nine, Field, whatever you like. Yeah. Do you reckon that if it was on par or parodies, they like to say in the old clips, Brian, if if Luai and Burton were both willing to play at Penrith for 700, 800, 900, whatever the wiggle room number is, do you think they'd take Burton? Yes. Yes, they would. Wow. Yes, they would. Wow. As I mentioned, I did a lot of investigating out there. Yeah. Uh, Brian Fletcher, my namesake. Yep. He was big out there. Yep. Huge out in Dubbo. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's... Uh, <laughs> That's uh, interesting. What do you think, Panthers fans? If they were both paying the same amount of money, who would you take? Well, would you? yes. Well, I'm just thinking it would work better for for both clubs. He'd have to go as a six, though, Brian. He, he couldn't be playing centre. Like they, they, if you're paying that money, yes, he would have to be all in on the six, which he could. Well, the Bulldogs are paying him for, to be a centre by all uh, nine hundred to be a centre. Yeah. By all reports. Uh, this is from Davey Fletch. You call yourself a tradie. Well, I was very, very good tradie too. I'm a floor <laughs> installer, and if I rocked up and found all the furniture <laughs> in a room, you would be getting charged extras to remove it all. Yep. Yeah, I know that. I understand that, David. But I had a look at Sugar's quote, and I was thinking, why? Well, that's that's reasonable if they're doing the removing of the furniture and taking the underlay off. Yes. And <laughs> getting rid of the carpet because it's very expensive yes. to get rid of carpet. Unless you're an ID. And then you've got to put your shoes on because they've got those little, um, almost like... Smooth edge. You no, know, those little staples. In tax. The tax. Yeah, on the smooth edge. Yeah, on the smooth edge. Yeah, and then you might have to art at the floor. Yeah. You know, make it nice and level. Yep. Oh, this is bringing... I up. even did, I, I got the blower out and I was, I was sort of pushing, swept it all for them and... So I'm a bit tired, actually, this afternoon. Yeah, they've... they've um, I'm I mean, allergic to dust, too, so I broke <laughs> out in all this sort of hive before. Yeah, well, they've... they've uh, Basically played you off a break here. You reckon? You know, oh yeah, yeah, do this, mate. That's what that's trade. No, but it's a good trade no, but go, see, though. Brian, this is the other Did thing. Did they right? take their shoes off when they see, went into your see, house? See, you know what? This is my son <laughs> was saying to me, Dad. Dad, do you sure we have to do this? And I said, Mate, you know what? I'm actually not. But look at the positive. Look, look at the upside. So us doing some work, there's a gift in it for us, right? So oh, I was happy don't to go down this road no, but again. I, I, I had some <laughs> of the best gifts come down here. No, well, this is a gift I don't today, want, and I feel the better for doing it. So I. I don't mind that. Okay. And well, if, if those guys 
have had a better day for it. Good on him. Don't Please don't tell me you gave him a lift home. No, no. <laughs> Please don't tell home. me you gave him oh, a lift home. I didn't give him a lift home. But you know what? You want a fair day's work. Fair mm. day's pay for fair day's work. Yeah, I think that's what it is. I'm happy with that. And I was happy to contribute. Well, I, I, I didn't have too much on, so what's okay. the point of me just lounging around this morning? Because you got appointed delegation. Yeah, well, that's what Dashie was doing. He was pretty good at doing that. Yeah, well, he might, he's got a future in his game. Mm. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, by the way, too, shout out to you. I mentioned Princey winning the... Um, Princey winning the, the big one, uh, getting the Roosters over the line. And, um, well, Clayton from Bramer, the great Clayton from Bramer, he, mm. he was coaching the team. So, well done. Good on you, C-Man. Good What's on you, C-Dog. Uh, so, well, his parents would be very, very proud, I would have thought, Brian. Uh, Phil and Margaret from Menai. So, good on you, Phil. And, and Margaret. Mark. Sorry, Margaret. Yeah. Uh, guys, <laughs> I had a bit of an incident with my children over the weekend. It was actually last night. Because it's time for Christmas movies. Yeah. And I know we're going to be doing a great Christmas special mm. for Christmas Day, so make sure you turn it up while you're getting <laughs> stuck in the ham. <laughs> um, my kids, I said, all right, well, it's, it's my turn to watch a Christmas movie. I said, Die Hard. Okay. And they said, it's not a Christmas movie. And I went, of course it's a Christmas movie. Yeah. Are you with me here? Well, it's at Christmas time. Yeah, but there's a little bit of Christmas. Yeah, in. yeah. And if anyone is not familiar with said movie... This will give you a bit oh. of an indication of what I'm into. Gibbo, take it away. Who are you, then? Just a fly in the ointment, Hans. The monkey in the wrench. The pain in the ass. Now I have a machine gun. Ho, ho, ho. It is one of the great Christmas movies. And hey, look, no, let's, let's watch Love Actually. Watching Love Actually when I've got a chance of John McClane. That's more of a love story than a Christmas movie. Love yeah. Actually. Yes. Christmas is happening, but it's about the romance, isn't yeah. it? I, I just, same, same. I just and, and at the moment it's in and cinemas. Yes. So you, you can go over it and watch. You can go into um, Gold Class and sit down and watch Die Hard. That's awesome. Mm. What was the copper's name? You know his mate that was outside. Oh. John McLean's mate. Yeah, remember the guy who was also in Family Matters, who was Steve Urkel's dad. Oh, Winslow. Oh, what? Steve. Um, Carl Winslow in Family Matters. Yes. What was his name in the movie? Come mm. on, come on. Give us a clue, Brian. No, I'll tell you this. Uh, here we <laughs> go. As a dog supporter and not a Burton fan, I would still rather Burton. Louie is a grub and a flog. <laughs> All right. Good afternoon, gents. Fletch, I think we need to start calling Joel Hillsong. <laughs> <laughs> That's from the pinnacle. <laughs> How good's that? Uh, well, that's oh, it's actually there's a couple of Bulldogs fans who are saying no. They really? Don't, they don't want the trade. Really? Oh. Mm. There was a. <laughs> I was trying to find it just then. I was trying to find it. There was a uh, quote on Instagram, and it said. Dear mothers and fathers, please let your children believe in Santa because you believe in some of the cosmetic medics that are out there. Oh, yes. It was just quite true, isn't it? Yeah. Some of the stuff that adults believe in. Yep. It's, it's, it is quite true. Like, what are you talking oh, about? I, I'm trying to find the exact thing, but it's eluded me to this. I, I, I don't <laughs> like know. religion. Well, religion. That's an interesting one. Are you talking about that? Well, that's an interesting one. It's not a cosmetic, but... No, I know, but I don't get... What are you talking about cosmetics? The ladies... Oh, you the, mean for there's rejuvenation some, of yeah, the that sort of thing. princess? Correct. Ah, <laughs> okay. Well, if you're talking about that with... with um, we're out here at the golf course. Many, many men uh, <laughs> believe in these uh, aids right. that help their golf game. Yep. 
Such as? Like Such the, as those rank, rank things that they put, <laughs> put around their knees. <laughs> and their <laughs> <laughs> I think I've got one over here, Black. <laughs> you know, all, all those training aids that they, they use. Like, you're spending a lot of money, donating a lot of money mm. to, to that cause. Yeah. I mean, I donated a lot of money on Saturday. Did you, did you watch Conrad race? No. Ah, oh, the disgrace. Was it? <laughs> Lost a shoe, that old chestnut. But uh, anyway, back to the drawing. I reckon I saw a bloke who backed Conrad, now that you say that. Saw this bloke who was a little bit dishevelled later on Saturday night. So this is about 11 o'clock. Took the kids fishing. And then I'm going... What was that? What? Shipping. Fishing. Fishing. And uh, I got up early about 4.35 to go and get the kids sorted for the day. And Kobe sorted for the day. And I'm driving the car. An old mate who must have backed Conrad. He's in his going out gear. And he is just asleep on the path. Good luck to him. Oh, I felt so sorry. I thought, geez, he's in for a long How day. How was Port? Like, that's your old stomping ground. Yeah, it's has good. It changed a lot? It has changed a lot. It's, it changed terribly in the end, but it's a beautiful place. Yeah, it is a good place. I, I'd love to know what the property price is up there because it's a stunning place. Through the roof. You reckon? Through the roof. Yeah. All those coastal towns uh, during COVID. Yeah. Well, we got, I think we've got to go to a quick break. Okay, uh, let's do that. one 1170 to have your say or text 0457 736 736. The run home with Joel and Fletch and... Uh, Ellen DeGibbons, the captain's here as well, are breaking back with more. Cool. Run home with Joel and Fletch here at the putting green at Moore Park Golf Club. Come on down, Brian. You're going to set a challenge a little bit later on. Yeah, you get to win a $200 voucher from yep. the pro shop. You come down. But the challenge will be told when you're here. And you get a hat too, just yep. to turn up. Yep, perfect. So Moore Park Golf Club is the place to come. We're parked here at the putting green. Uh, under pressure, this young fellow, and got it. Oh, oh. early crow, early crow. Early crow, early crow. Um, but he'll take it out there. He'll go out there and nail him. Don't worry about that. Brian, I've got a question for you, and, yeah. and maybe not so much for you, but the listeners. Mm. So you know on how clever advertising is these days, and they, they you target stuff. So you might sort of click on something once, and then it says, okay, you're semi-interested here. We're going to bombard you with. That's uh, That's called targeting. Yep. Targeting. Target marketing. Yes. Yeah. So, for example, I, I once YouTube, uh, sorry, Googled something. Tube, I went on. Yes. To, <laughs> <laughs> I went onto YouTube. All of a sudden, milk at your house. Yeah. <laughs> and, and all of a sudden, the first ad in the YouTube was yeah. what I had recently yeah. Googled. Um, I'm seeing lately the. Like, I need to brush my teeth. I'm quite anal around those sorts that. of things, right? <laughs> the, the ear things, like the earbuds, right? Yeah. There's a latest thing going around, and if, if any listeners have tried it, I'd be fascinated because I'm tempted to go and buy it, where basically you have an app on your phone, and it's linked to this thing that goes in your ear, and you can see it. It's like a, a microscope live to your phone yep. to clean out your ears. Yes. Have you ever seen or have one of those, I've, and would you purchase one? I would. I've gone, I haven't gone that far in getting it hooked up Bluetooth to my phone, <laughs> yeah. but I did buy something similar off the internet, off off. Instagram. But you're a mad zoomer and peer, right? I reckon you would love the... No, I do. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Dr. Pimple Popper is one of my favourite handles. I <laughs> yes. love watching that. But I bought this little one where you, it's like a drill, yeah. but you sort of... Um, it wasn't a drill, sorry. Oh. A drill bit. And yet it's handheld and you sort of wind it into your ear. Oh, right. So it's not battery operated. You yeah, just no, turn it, yeah? Yeah, and it coils and it was supposed oh. to take the wax out. Did you feel like it did or not? No, nah, it was shit. It was a bit gimmicky. Nah, it was bad. Well, let's have a look at this one. If anyone's got any uh, info on that, I'd love to know. Rooster Muzz, he's got some nicknames. Hillsong, Pod, El Capitano and Ellen. Read the Australian Open Golf. There's nothing wrong with the winner, Joachim Neiman's eyesight. Did any of you blokes see 
Oh, his partner yeah, she's in the quite, coverage. She's very attractive. Really, very, very attractive. Um, but that was that was a cracking. What well, I know we're going to talk about later in the sports update. But the last those last the playoff holes was was awesome. I thought the Japanese Hashina. Am I saying that correctly? I thought he was coming yeah. for him, but um, Wakin, Wakin, is, it was too too good. Is that? Hang on, we had um, Mark Leesham. Yeah. Did he tip us Wakin? He did. Mm. Oh. Yeah, I had a little bit on him. It's about fifteen bucks. No, no, no. He was Leesh was fifteen. No, he was two, wasn't he? No, nah, he was six. Was he? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty sure he was six oh, or eight. I reckon they're about in the same line of betting. I love how the uh, run home thing is now going from you come on and you score to you come on, you give us a tip. And yeah, yeah, that'll do. That's right. We'll take any port in a storm. <laughs> that's hey, right. We're on a horoscope here. Hey, boys, have you noticed... What's the, this book you got? Yeah, well, around my area, there's a couple of neighbourhood libraries. You know mm. those ones that you get in there? Yeah, yeah, Well, yeah, I found yeah. this book and it was outstanding. It's called... The Book of Facts. Yeah. And, uh, Reader's you know, Digest. You know how I like my facts. Mm. But this has got everything in here from... Hit like, me with your rhythm sticks, Brian. I'll give you one. But Righto. you can have, like, there's people, facts, places, science and technology. But this one, it's really good. So I've gone on to games and okay. gaming. Yep. Um, so this, what is this? Millionaire Australian racehorse owner, Darrell Davis. The American. No, he's not. He's Australian. Oh. <laughs> Durrell, D-U-R-R, Durrell or Durrell. If Durrell. I, 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 you'd be Durrell if you were in Compton. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> Come on, Brian. But if you're from Wellington, it's Durrell. Pulled off one of racing's biggest gambling coups <laughs> in 1930. Davis was the owner of the outstanding, I don't, you might have heard this horse, outstanding, successful four-year-old New Zealand-bred racehorse, Farlap. Yeah, Davis was portrayed as an American in the movie. Well, he's not, he's Australian. Together with another, he had another racehorse named... Armunis was dominating Australian ratings, uh, uh, racing. Davis and his friends plunged heavily on a double bet that Amunis would win the Caulfield Cup and that Farlap would win the Melbourne Cup. Once the bets were on and a good odds, uh, and a good odds since Benny Bookmakers had calculated that Farlap would beat Amunis in the Caulfield Cup, Davis withdrew Farlap from the Caulfield Cup on the grounds of illness, leaving Amunis to win easily. Alarmed by the size of the potential payout if Davis double came off, some book, bookmakers tried to force the owner to withdraw Farlap from the Melbourne Cup. The horse trainer and jockey were threatened. Then an unknown gunman tried to shoot Farlap during a training gallop. They missed, and Farlap went on to, went on into they missed, and Farlap went into hiding until he was delivered into the Melbourne Racecourse just minutes before the start of the race. And Farlap won it comfortably. And Davis and his friends collected an estimated. Four hundred thousand pound in nineteen thirty. Yep. Did you uh, know that story? Well, I, I, only half the country who's watched Farlap know that story, <laughs> Ron. Yeah, but you didn't know, you didn't know about the the, the plunge. Yeah, on a moon. It's a big part of the movie. Oh. Wake can stop a train, they say. Yeah, but no, uh, you didn't. I asked. They who talk I'm... about it in the movie, and Davis is portrayed as an American. Once well, he's if, not. If you two would like to share. Half a movie. Get jump on the open line one three hundred oh one eleven seven. Okay, well, okay. <laughs> tell me, tell me a movie about Ramses, huh? About what? The Pharaoh. Oh, there you go. So let it be written. So let, let it be done. We've got to get a break. You're listening to the run home with Joel and Fletch. It's a little bit windy, so you may hear that in the background. Uh, the windsock uh, blaring away, so to speak. But we're here at uh, Moor Park Golf Club. Sunny, bright day. The putting green is uh, very, very busy at the moment. Brian's. Hoping to run a putting comp a little bit later in the afternoon to give away a few Mickey hats, Brian. I, I am. I'm just looking at uh, the gentleman and a couple of ladies, all very different techniques. Mm. There's a gentleman here in what could be described as a 
some sort of yoga pose with his arm behind his back, <laughs> putting one-handed. I think this is fantastic. I mean, it's hard enough putting. Wouldn't you want to putt with two hands? He's got, uh, yeah, it's it's strange. But yeah. I want to read this one out here. Sugar, you're anal about brushing your teeth. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, your toothbrush might smell. But anyway. <laughs> but no, no, speaking about being anal, anal about brushing your teeth, Brian, you, yeah. you tripped me into this. We took the family to New York one year. And you said, listen, when you go on the plane, you get clogged up, try not to eat too much food, food, have a few laxatives, that'll loosen you up so you, you know, you're free to go. It's not going to ruin your trip. Some people go overseas and get all clogged up because mm. they're out of their routine. So we take a few laxatives and all of a sudden I'm very regular, if you know what I'm saying, right? Yeah. So you're doing that much bloody wiping of the paper. It's like sandpaper by the end. So I've got this sort of a bit of a problem going on down there. So I bought myself this cream that would relax said problem. And... We had this place in New York, and family of six, they're smaller apartments, so we've got three boys staying in one room and the three girls, Kobe and the girls, in the other room. And Paxi comes out. He goes, oh, he goes, Dad, this toothpaste is very claggy. Oh. So the cream that was meant to be for my Shabinda, oh. <laughs> he started brushing his teeth with it. How did it, how did it go? No, nah, well, I just said, just rinse it out, champ. <laughs> I said, go and put some of this toothpaste on your backside. And I'm just going um, to – I never told you to take a laxative. Did you said, tell me that? No, I said don't eat the food on the plane. Okay. Well, I took the laxative. So you ate the food? <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. So that was... Maybe that's what it was. Okay. Anyway, it's a run home with Joel and Fletch with thanks to MFP, easy voted Queensland's best fibreglass pool builder and Sonos, game-changing sound this festive season. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Uh, is there any word on how Spencer and JWH have been training together? Brian, usually these things... Are a non-event. Yeah, it would be. Aren't they? Normally. Yeah, this will be fine. Yeah. But it might get a bit how you go when they start scrimmaging. Somebody was telling me, would this be right or wrong? Well, Gibbo might know this. He likes his stats. <laughs> I do. Spencer Lanou averages yep. 16 minutes a game. Would that be right? Uh, oh, no. He'd, he'd have more than that, wouldn't he? 30? I, I would have thought more. Yeah, way more Spencer than you. But do you reckon he's going to be a starting... He'll be starting in that Roosters pack? By the end of the year? we got Lindsay Collins. He's always home by the end of the year, or...? I'm just saying, at the start of the year. Nah, I, I think he'll be coming off the bench. Yep. Uh, as Roger Fabri likes to say, uh, <laughs> leg speed. It's all about leg speed. He looked good in uh, red, white and blue. He got uh, pictured taken today at Roosters mm. Camp. I know we haven't seen a media release, Brooksy, which you were very adamant about last week. Mm. But it looks like he looks- is... Uh, He's a rooster. rooster. Okay, I'll guarantee you within the next three months there'll be a photo of him at either... Bondi Icebergs <laughs> or Down the Beach or Ben Buckler. Trust me, there'll be one of those. What's and Ben Buckler? That's the north, the north, southern, northern end. Okay. Where all those parties are happening, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Fletch? I thought, yeah. You'd be, is it, I thought that might be an A-grade so, nomination. It is an A-grade, yeah. That, there's a lot of... Um, well, they had, a, they had a bit of a rave mm. without getting council approval. They, they hammer you, Waverley Council. Hammer you. Like, just for, if you want to have a... I wanted to, to me, my mate had an idea years ago because we're ideas men. Yeah. I wanted to get Santa at the beach. You know how every beach yeah, does yeah, it now. Yeah, yeah. We come up with this idea. We'll get Santa with a surfboard. Kids, come and get your photo. Perfect. We, yeah. And they knocked it back. Knocked it back heavily. Why? Because it was just they wanted traffic controllers. It was just. It was, so it was a chance, but they made it too hard. Yeah, but now every beach does it. Do they? Yeah. I've never seen. Yeah, okay. Um, by the way, back to Spencer Lenu. He, yeah, that was wrong. He doesn't average 16 minutes. He's averaging 30, 30, 30 32, something like that. Who's yeah, come up sorry. with that rank stat then? Oh, I don't know. Crap start, crap start. Oh, Who was, was that? 
Uh, Spanky wants to know, bring back the footy. This episode of Sugar's Blurter is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Sp- Spanky, you, you're pretty much... Uh, who? The- hang on, Sugar. Who the hell buys cream for an overwiped Chaminda? Mystery man. Well, mate, you, you won't know until you've done it because we're doing so much walking. I know what you got. You got bapanthin. Might have been bapanthin. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That is claggy. <laughs> yeah. It's not yeah. good for your teeth, bro. It's terrible. Just on, um, on, you know, bathrooms and that sort of stuff, you guys use the toilet here at the Moore Park Golf Club? No, no. I just use the green there. So, uh, <laughs> uh, someone told me about this. Uh, they had gone in there to do the number twos, but the toilet paper doesn't come out the bottom. It comes out the side, so you're only getting one like little bit of oh, toilet yeah, paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pl- a bad go. One ply. One ply. It's and someone told you that, did they? Someone told me that, yeah. <laughs> I was just walking in there and he said, oh, blah, 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 blah. Beautiful. <laughs> um, Damien says, no way, Fletch. Spencer starting alongside Lindsay Collins would be scary. It would be scary, but they, they won't. They'll bring him off the bench. We've got a break. Shawnee Robert on the back of this. He's scary. Welcome back to the run home with Joel and Fletcher. Most importantly, you, the listener, thanks for taking time out of your day. To share it with us, Palookas, we are live here at Moor Park Golf Club. Brian with his little book. You haven't put mm, it down, Brian. I haven't. It's quite interesting. So it's time for another book of facts. Mm. And uh, Shawnee on the on the line there. Shawnee, before, I might get you involved in the book of facts. Are you there? I'd, I'd love to. You got any facts about fail at Fletch? No, nah, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. I'm going to go around the room. Let's go around the room. Uh, what is the fastest sporting animal in the world? Go to you, Gibbo. Gazelle? Nope. Sugar. I'm, okay. I, I'm I'm thinking outside the square, boys. I'm thinking Bill Laurie areas. Oh, you've looked at no, it. I have not. Oh, you bastard. Uh, what do I you was going to say ostrich. Yeah. Uh, you, Shawnee? I would have been greyhound, mate. Love my Yeah, name. that's what I thought. Sugar. Bing, 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 bing. Because well, the way you really? worded it, it, it sounded a bit outside the square. Okay, well, get out of this square. The fastest <laughs> sporting animal is the racing pigeon. Mm. With a, with, a, with a following speed, pigeons have been clocked. Get this. To, this must have been a hurricane. <laughs> up to speeds of up to 177 kilometres an hour. Yeah, in races ranging from 161. A pigeon. A pigeon. Yeah. They get up to 177 k's an hour. Sitting on with a jet ta- star wing. With a tail wing. Oh. Imagine how <laughs> the feathers would fly off. Can I ask, <laughs> the clip that's doing the rounds at the moment of the late Tony Gregg, Right, and Bill Laurie, and Tony's being a little bit sort of, how should we put it? Uh, ooh, Facetious? No, oh, well, just, he's referencing the beauty of a person in the crowd. I don't know whether this is him or AI. <laughs> and him. then he goes, what do you think, Bill? And Bill says, we'll have to get the clip for you. And Bill says nothing. He says something like, oh, unless we're talking about pigeons, you're not interested. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, there you go. So this is a, a great book. You were bagging it. I wanted this one. I love it. What are this one, Shawnee? Table tennis was first played with balls made from champagne corks and bats made from cigar box lids. It was invented by the late 1880s James Gibb, an English runner and engineer, uh, as a diversion for wet weekends and was first marketed with celluloid balls replacing the corks. Blah, 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 blah. See, this I like that. Book. So you're good at this book when you don't turn into Bill Collins and just recite movies that everyone's seen. Okay. <laughs> Shorty, what, what do you got? Can I, can I come out with a little fact of my own? I went through the, uh, the, the archives, the audit trail, Sugar, to find the price mm. of one uh, Joaquin Neiman. Oh, no. He, in fact, jumped. So last Monday, he was $15 with sports bet, and Brian, yeah, right. he was at exact same price. Uh, come Far out Thursday morning. So yeah, I meant to no back him. If you've taken oh, I backed the wrong pigeon. <laughs> I backed Leash. No offence, Leash. I should have gone. Oh, I no. gone. 
for our man, Neiman. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello, Neiman. <laughs> what do you got, Shawnee? Helmet to helmet. Uh, Monday night footy tomorrow, Fletch. Ten and a half point favourites, the Jags. Uh, on the road of the Bengals. Big outsiders, $4.90. But a little bit of a shake-up in Super Bowl betting after some uh, results. Today, 49ers, big winners. They're now outright favourites at $4.33, the Chiefs. Uh, they went down to Green Bay. They've just eased at $5. And the Eagles have eased a touch as well, $5.50. So still those three at the top of the market. But the 49ers are the clear favourites now. Wow. Tell you what, I, I love the playoff picture they do on the um, the NFL. It's just really clear on where things are going. I'm staying with them. We stayed with the Kiwis after their defeat, Shawnee, in the rugby league. I'm yep. staying with... And I still haven't backed him. I need to make it happen this week. What did you say again? The, the uh, Who's our team, Brian? The Philadelphia Eagles. I'm a niner. Oh, you're with Mr. Irrelevant. Yep. I'm the niner. The Eagles. The Eagles. Uh, Jalen Just eased a touch. Yeah, yeah. time to pounce. Mate, that, so this will be... It's not almost 30 years since the 49ers have won. or been. Um, so you can imagine, because it's in Vegas... Yep. Imagine all the 49ers getting around. Yeah, true. Vegas. True, true, oh. true that. True that. Mm. Sorry, Sean, anything else, mate, before we go? Uh, big Bash Futures, mate. We'll get to those tomorrow. It starts this week. I'm pumped. Beautiful. How's your weekend? Good? Uh, large. <laughs> large. Large. Oh, what'd you get up to? That's why he, he was happy to go for a short one. Yeah. What'd you get up to? <laughs> I had a wedding, Brian, on Friday, which rolled into Saturday, and then that becomes Sunday. So, yeah. uh, but we're all good now. Oh. Yeah, you're making it look hard, but with sports, but we make it look easy. Thanks, mate. We'll catch you soon. That's it. See you, boys. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. The run home with Joel and Fletch, all thanks to MFP Easy voted Queensland's best fiberglass pool builder and Sonos game changing sound this festive season fact Brian you've got one for us I do the ashes uh, some might know this some might not the cricketing battles for the ashes between England and Australia started as a contest for a trophy which did not exist Ooh. after Australia won a one game test the oval in 1982 a mock obituary lamenting lamenting Lamenting. Lamenting. <laughs> the death of English cricket appeared in newspaper. The Sporting Times concluded the body will be cremated and the ashes taken to Australia. The joke caught on, and when an English team led by Ivo Bly went to Australia over the year, a woman in Sydney burned a pair of bales using the third test and presented the ashes to the England captain as a joke as being facetious in a velvet bag. They were later transferred to an urn and bequeathed to the cricket club in the MCC. The trade hour done. Thanks to MSA for your Australian-owned workwear and PP for order.